welcome. This is your wake-up call, brought to you by Simply Bitcoin. Serving up your daily dose of Bitcoin news in five minutes or less, bright and early, every morning, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Rustin Watt, and you know the drill. Let's put the status in shit corners to bed. Here's our topics for today. Timer set, let go! One year later, CNN shuts down NFT marketplace accused of rugging users. Following two substantial hacks, reports of SEC investigations into NFT conglomerate Yuga Labs and other bear market fuel that has hit the wire to start this week, The Vault. Critics have described the closing chapter as a rug pull, claiming that CNN is just another traditional Web2 publication that sought to take advantage of consumers and the platform is going back on its word in describing the project in present day as an experiment when it wasn't previously described as such. Former U.S. bank regulator says Biden officials overtly hostile to crypto. Former senior U.S. bank regulator Brian Brooks, now crypto company CEO, decried the current leadership at federal regulatory agencies as overtly hostile to crypto. This is, in fact, a political issue, Brooks said. The leadership in power at the moment is devoted to reining this in, if not destroying it. And a number of the things I've heard, even in the last 24 hours in D.C., have convinced me of just that. Bitcoin analysts and traders say Bitcoin's low volatility is a calm before the storm. A number of important economic events are set to take place in the next two weeks, and these could be contributing to traders' desire to sit on their hands and watch from the sidelines. The following events are set to occur in October, October 12th, FOMC minutes. Also October 12th, CPI report this morning. October 17th, Q3 earnings season begins. October 28th, Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. Financial Stability Board opens proposed crypto regulatory framework for public comments. According to the report, the FSB will submit proposed recommendations to promote the consistency and comprehensiveness of regulatory supervisory and oversight approaches to crypto asset activities and markets to the G20 finance ministers and central bank governors. I'm sure they'll take all of of your comments to heart. City of Niagara Falls orders BlockFusion facility to cease and desist crypto mining. In an October 7th announcement, BitDigital said the city notice would effectively stop the facility from conducting any cryptocurrency mining or related operations until BlockFusion was in compliance with local zoning ordinances. The Niagara Falls ordinance went into effect on October 1st following a moratorium requiring BlockFusion to apply for additional permits that may take several months to process. SEC rejects Wisdom Tree's spot Bitcoin ETF. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission rejected the Wisdom Tree Bitcoin Trust ETF for not offering a valid measure that could protect investors against market manipulation. The SEC said that given the highly unregulated nature of the market, the surveillance was crucial before approving any spot Bitcoin ETF. BNY Mellon receives New York approval for crypto custodial services. BNY Mellon was approved to offer digital asset custody services on October 11th. With that, BNY Mellon customers will be able to store keys to their assets with the bank. I recommend self-custody. U.S. Treasury and FinCEN hit crypto exchange Bittrex with $53 million in fines for two offenses. According to a press release, the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control and FinCEN have charged Bittrex with violating sanctions and anti-money laundering obligations. Bittrex faces fines of $24 million from OFAC and $29 million from FinCEN in what is the first joint enforcement action between the two agencies. IMF cuts global forecast for the next year, warns the worst is 
yet to come. The IMF predicts global growth will slow to 2.7% in 2023. Quote, the worst is yet to come, and for many people, 2023 will feel like a recession. The report reads, that's because it will be. Its GDP estimate for the year remains steady at 3.2%, which was down from the 6% seen in 2021. Google selects Coinbase to take cloud payments with crypto and will use its custody tool. Google will start allowing a subset of customers to pay for cloud services with digital currencies early next year. In addition, Google said it would explore using Coinbase Prime, a service for storing and trading cryptocurrencies. Coinbase will move some of its applications to Google's cloud from Amazon Web Services. The software used in Bitcoin mining is getting its first big makeover in more than a decade. Here's what's changing. Rather than directly accessing the Bitcoin protocol, the vast majority of miners today work through an intermediary protocol called Stratum. On Tuesday, a coalition of developers are releasing Stratum V2 under an open source license for the industry to test. Spiral, a subsidiary of Jack Dorsey's payments company Block, is teaming up with the Bitcoin mining company Brains to launch a group to test and fine-tune the open source software before they push mass adoption. America has paid dearly for Nobel winner Ben Bernanke's many mistakes. Judging by Bernanke's policy record during his long tenure at the Fed, the one has to wonder whether he might not fall into Shaw's category of brilliantly wrong economist while at the Central Bank, first between 2002 and 2005 when he served on Alan Greenspan's Fed board and then as Fed chair between 06 and 2014, Bernanke made serious policy mistakes for which the country has paid dearly. Since its establishment in 1968 was seemingly good reason, the Nobel Prize in Economics had not been awarded to an economic policymaker. It is unfortunate that the Swedish Central Bank has chosen to depart from that tradition and make someone with as questionable an economic policy record as Ben Bernanke this year's winner of the prize. It would be even more unfortunate if this award is seen as a ringing endorsement by the Nobel Committee of Large-Scale QE as a standard instrument of monetary policy. It's bad enough mortgage rates are over 7%. Now it's harder to qualify for a home loan. Mortgage rates are soaring and credit availability is the lowest it's been in over nine years. The rate on the popular 30-year fixed rate mortgage is over 7%. Lenders are concerned a weaker economy can lead to a rise in mortgage delinquencies. Pound falls sharply against the dollar after bank confirms bond buying in date. Sterling skidded more than a cent against the dollar below a dollar and ten cents after the bank's governor insisted the 65 billion euro scheme to purchase UK government bonds would not be continued beyond the deadline on Friday. Credit Suisse faces trial on investors' currency rigging claims. Credit Suisse is the last bank defendant remaining in the class action that began in 2013 after 15 others reached 2.31 billion in settlements. Investors have accused Credit Suisse traders of sharing non-public pricing information with traders at other banks, including in chat rooms with names such as, quote, Yen Cartel. Bridgewater's Dahlia warns of perfect storm for economy. Domestic tension in the U.S. population caused by irreconcilable differences and a yawning wealth gap combined with international conflicts are contributing to the perfect economic storm. Jamie Dimon, oil crisis should be treated almost as a matter of war at this point. In my view, America should have been pumping more oil and gas, and it should have been supported, he told CNBC. Dimon noted, it sounds like Europe has enough supplies to get through the winter, at which point he pivoted 
to the longer-term problem of the global oil and gas crisis. The J.P. Morgan Chase CEO urged America to play a real leadership role. America is the swing producer, not Saudi Arabia, he said, and we should have gotten that right starting in March. It's almost too late to get it right because obviously these are longer-term investments. Also from Diamond. CEO Diamond sounds warning for the economy. Raging inflation, soaring interest rates in the Ukraine war present dangers, he told CNBC. Quote, these are very serious things which are likely to put the U.S. in some kind of recession six to nine months from now. Oh, let's wrap it up with good old Janet. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the U.S. is doing well amid global economic uncertainty. Yellen said the U.S. economy has slowed down after a strong recovery, but jobs reports indicate a resilient economy. The Treasury Secretary reiterated that lowering inflation is a priority of the Biden administration. So, Janet, uh, have you found those unrealized gains yet? <laughs> you just experienced Wake Up Call, brought to you by Simply Bitcoin, your home for the peaceful revolution. Be sure to check out Simply Bitcoin Live at 1215 and join in the conversation with the after show straight from Twitter Spaces. Don't miss the Simply Bitcoin signal in its written form. Subscribe to Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. Do it for the culture. Follow us on Spotify and Apple with your favorite podcast. Also, hit us up in the comments. What did you think of the news today? What are the biggest stories? And did we miss a big one? Let us know. That'll bring us to a wrap. Thanks to everyone again. Share us. Give us a pump. And tune in with us Monday through Friday for the top news. Bright and early. Get on up. Get on the mission. Go wake some people up and go get yours today. Catch you all here tomorrow morning. Peace. Ha, 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 ha.